This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free. 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so there is a new movie that's about to, you know, not going to be in theaters because the pandemic, obviously, the things that go without saying, right? Uh, this Godzilla versus King Kong movie, okay? So I am a King Kong fan, first and foremost. He is my he is my guy. I know a lot of people side with Godzilla, but in this battle, Beep, who are you taking? If, if you had to put money down on it, what are the odds uh, that that you would give Godzilla for for winning this fight, and who do you think is going to in this movie? I would say Godzilla would be minus three hundred in this one. Minus three. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a better. So it, that's, that's good odds for him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that would make him the the prohibitive favorite. Uh, okay. Okay. Need to put down three hundred dollars to win one hundred dollars. Damn. Okay. That's okay. So here's, here's why I would bet against that. Th- th- those would be great odds for me because I would put my money on King Kong because of the dexterity and the speed that a gorilla of that size is going to have. Now, if Godzilla catches him with his tail, obviously, or catches him with that nuclear breath or fire breath or whatever he's got, 
game over. I understand it, that. That is 100% game over, and I think that's why he would be the prohibitive favorite, would be because he does have that that fire-breathing He's got he, those range attacks, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's a yeah. long range. You know, he he can he can stretch out that range. He can keep King Kong at distance. Yes, King Kong does have you know a very very large wingspan, but not large enough to defeat fire. Do you think he's? So you don't think uh, like King Kong is fast enough to to dodge those attacks? Because that is the the thing that I, I feel like uh, his advantage, the speed in which a gorilla can move is 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 shocking i don't know if you've ever seen videos of like you know steve-o and chris pontius as the wild oh, yeah. boys, wild boys. Out, <laughs> yes it's some of my favorite episodes but when that gorilla moves it's uh it's it's the scariest thing in the world yes gorillas are fast but you also have to factor in this specific gorilla's size does that size make him a slower more lethargic being that's true uh, and i think that would actually kind of set him back a step um he's not going to be aaron donald right he's going to be more like uh um leon let <laughs> okay all right all right fair enough yeah fair enough this is actually this would be a good question i feel like for ron mcgill oh we like, we need to have him back and i think we absolutely have to ask him this question um but you brought up the topic of steve-o hey dude and chris pontius <laughs> um the wild boys yeah uh, tonight in get to know your loud ranger we have our own wild boy john in miami uh i think he's is, is he coming in the room now yep, yep. yeah i think you think he just there joined he us awesome john how you doing uh you know me living the dream how are you guys oh, i'm i'm lovely man i'm a i'm about a two fingers into a three finger uh uh neat whiskey um, so, uh, just loving life on a Friday night, man. How, how's your week been? Good, good. I'm, I'm glad you were going with drink there. I wasn't sure where you were going with two and three <laughs> fingers, but all right, good. That's good. My week's been really well been. going really good. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this question here, John, cause, uh, crispy kind of brought this up, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Who you got? Whoa. So let me, let me be a little like Billy here because I, I have to set some parameters. So Godzilla, like the original Godzilla with just fire, fire breath or more newfangled CGI Godzilla that has like a laser beam um, type of hmm. uh, fire thing. Because um, if it's the, if it's the uh, fire breath thing, I think um, probably the strength of God of uh, King Kong wins out but if it's that laser thing um you know it's speed of light you know versus versus brute strength and i think that laser thing just just does does uh cuts them right in half i haven't seen the trailer for it so i couldn't tell you what this specific godzilla has but i'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's 2021 he's probably got some upgrades it might be a <laughs> laser uh, focus vision with that fire breath. He's a very dangerous creature out here. Giant scales. He has a protective uh, coating on his back as that leathery lizard. That's also going to prevent from those sneak attacks from the back. This is as about as limited fake as I can do. All right, we're good. Yeah, that, that, that was <laughs> okay. That was well, one uh, one last point. Is there any? Are, are there any bodies of water? Because I think if if God if uh, um, King Kong gets dragged into a body of water, that's the domain of Godzilla, and again, it's over. 
That's true. That's true. It's kind of like the uh, the great white versus a tiger. It's like what, what's what's the uh, what's the environment we're talking about, right? Yeah, Mike Tyson versus a great white. I mean, you yes, put, you put yeah. a great white in the <laughs> ring, and it's all over for that great white. In in more ways than one. Yeah, I don't yep. think I don't think the great white really has to worry about uh, taking an uppercut from Mike Tyson at that point when it's just flopping around, can't breathe. Right. Insult to injury. Oh, man. John in Miami. Uh, usually we start these get to know your Lauer Ranger segments, which, first of all, thank you for joining us this evening. Um, well, thank you with- for asking. Absolutely. With uh, with with where you're at, except every time I say your name, it, I feel like I'm saying your first and last name, except I know your last name isn't in Miami. Uh, but that is where you were located. You were you were part of the the local crew down there, uh, local local listeners to the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gotts. Um, so, so tell me a little bit. Are, have you been uh, have you lived there your whole life? Are you a, a local or or what's what's the story there? Yeah, for the most part, anyways, I I did live, uh, grew up down here, lived here most of my life. But uh, there was a point where um, I left for college and I went to University of Florida in Gainesville and then um, came back and started my career. And midway through my career, uh, I went to my my then girlfriend was starting um, a residency program in new mexico at unm okay and so i went i lived out in uh unm over at beep you know beep territory and, and steak sauce territory yeah so i'm kind of honorary um new mexican uh if if they'll if they'll allow me but uh <laughs> if they'll have me rather so uh yeah i have that and then um the deal was i go out there for a few years while, while she's doing her her medical um residency and then we moved back to Miami and I, I resume the position that I kind of uh, postponed same company, but postponed, uh, you know, back in Miami. And so gotcha. we've been here ever since. Okay. Excellent, man. Excellent. Well, uh, John has uh, regaled us. I know this isn't his, his job exactly, but he, he he's become uh, probably my favorite Lauer Ranger from all of his uh, food picks and, and food takes and stuff. And I know this isn't your actual gig as far as what you do for a living, but I feel like it almost is. I feel like you could write a cookbook at this point, uh, the way that, how informative you are about all this stuff. But tell us a little bit about your, your family. Uh, like I know you're a father and, and, a, and a wonderful husband and, and uh, what you do for a living. Oh, yeah. Um, so I work in satellite telecommunications. Um, I have a wonderful wife. I have two kids and they're, they're phenomenal. They're great. Um, the, let's see, I'm trying to think what else. I hope I'm a wonderful husband, as, as you mentioned, <laughs> but, um, but you'd, you'd have to have um, uh, Mrs. John in Miami on to yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to verify to verify yeah confirm i can either confirm or deny that how old are you how old are your kids uh one will be 10 um and the other will be seven soon no I'm, okay. uh, scratch that one will be 10 and one will be eight soon awesome awesome Th- those are fun ages they're, they're they're always you know they start to turn into little humans uh, you know full full-fledged humans with personalities and they're usually inquisitive about the world you haven't introduced the uh the 
hormones of, of the teenage years quite yet, you know? Uh, so that, that's, that's such a, a fun age to, to be raising kids at. So, um, all right. So moving on to the show, obviously you are a diehard super fan, like the rest of us folks with an addiction problem here. Um, the moment that you got the show, um, I, I know I, I say this on almost every episode, but for a lot of people, it's a process, you know, you don't get it at first. Uh, it's a slow, you know, coming around to understanding the humor, uh, that the, the show offers, but do you remember, uh, uh, kind of like a, a lightning strike moment or around the time that you started to quote unquote, get the show? So I can't pinpoint an exact, an exact, um, date or or exact time when when that happened i can tell you that i was weaning myself off of um stern i was a stern listener on on satellite radio and uh-huh. it was around the time that going like three a days or I mean, i'm sorry three a weeks and things like that and gotcha, hooked gotcha. up with the tv stuff so so i started looking for substitutes and i came and my then i was already listening part-time to like npr uh, in addition to the stern, kind of a like a, a balance, right? You don't want to have just strictly a, a fatty, you know, sure. piece of steak. You need you need the asparagus on the side also. Yeah, right. So, um, but then I I started um, perusing the sports talk because although I'm not a super sports fan like like some of the other guys on the on the on the chat and on the pod, um, I do like them and I do watch them and I did play them. So I started uh, scanning and I ran across a kind of irreverent and not so sportsy show. And at this time they, they weren't at ESPN yet. They were still the, the local show on, on 790, the ticket. Okay. And I started listening to it and I started seeing some uh, similarities between uh, for those who listen to Stern, uh, Artie Lang who was mm-hmm. who was kind of the sports guy on the on the Howard Stern show right and and say and Dan because already for for as funny as funny as he is and as knowledgeable as he was with sports he was also very eloquent and and knew a lot and so I, for some reason I kind of it was a perfect substitute for me uh for the Artie Lang which probably was my favorite character on the um on the Stern show Right. And and Howard Stern and I'm sorry and and Dan Lebertard, and so I started listening to it, but not not with uh, kind of this this intensity where I, where I listen to it now, which is every you know I listen to right. try to listen to all the shows uh, on a daily basis, right? And um, but when it really kind of put the hooks into me was when um, when they would started having Billy on more, and at the beginning it was just uh, they would just ask him for the epic sound of the day or or was it something else but it, they would only bring them on for like two minutes and and in in just that short amount of time he was able to annoy dan to to like this nth degree and and i was like yeah this is my show and yeah. that guy that billy guy he's 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 my guy i'm gonna yeah. ride and die with with billy hell yeah and hell that's yeah. that's kind of how i came to be this this um you know kind of fanatic uh, of the Dan Levitar show. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned Artie Lang and that is, 
you're the first person I've I've heard besides myself compare the the way that Dan like like kind of wheeze wheezes and like like when he's laughing real hard and trying to talk at the same time and his voice just the actual timbre of his voice he sounds him and Artie sound a lot alike each other and I've I've always said that and and I get like blank stares in return usually whenever I bring that up um, so yeah, I'm, that, that makes me so happy to hear, uh, yeah, very different lifestyles, I would say, but also, um, very similar, like you said, like Artie was the sports guy. He was the guy that was, that was super knowledgeable, uh, about the, the sports world on the, the Howard Stern show. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I completely agree with you there uh, about Artie. Great comparison. Let me just um, add one more thing before, yeah. because I, I think it's important to make this comparison, uh, not comparison, this this trait that they both share. And that's com the, the compassion and the empathy that both of them have. Um, so True. it's not just True. about jokes, not just about sports, but they both, I mean, Artie, Artie on, the, on the Stern Show uh, showed a lot of compassion, would help people out with, with no issue. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. also drew me in with, with, um, with Dan Levitard because of the, not just the empathy and the compassion, but also the 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 issues that he would talk about they resonated yeah, with yeah. me because they're issues that i i believe in because i kind of you know because i do because i am left of center on 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 um, you know topics like that yeah sure 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 completely understandable another, another great uh uh comparison to to be made between the two of them um so uh, you know, I, I always say this as well. I'm a prisoner of the moment when it comes to my my favorite uh, moments that have happened uh, on the show. Basically, whatever the hardest I have laughed over the past two weeks is is the first thing that comes to mind. But do you have any standout moments or any favorite moments that you that that really resonate with you that really like when somebody says, hey, what is it that you're listening to? You say, listen to this first. Uh, th this will, this will, you know, it's a guaranteed laugh when you share it with someone, your favorite moments, basically. Well, absolutely. It's, it's, I may not be able to share and get the same reaction, but I know when I listen to it, um, you know, when they replay it and they replay it annually, um, it, there's, there's really two, two moments, but the, the first one that sticks out in my mind is when he does his, his rant during the, the era of the big three. Uh -huh. And, and that is, that just hypes me up. And, and I have a grin from ear to ear that, that stays with me uh, to the point where, uh, you know, the cheeks, the, my cheeks hurt uh, right, from, from right. grinning. And, and then when they do it again, and they, they kind of do it right, uh, um, right in, in a loop. So he does it the one time and then he asks for it again. Yeah. He's like, give, give it again. to me again. again. Give it to me again. Dun, exactly. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That. Awesome. And then um, <laughs> the other, the other time uh, that, that sticks with me is the introduction of, of people. So people and, and to, yes. to, to understand what the character he's doing is a, it's, it's the perfect, the perfect caricature of what a um not just not not only a um fan but right. a vast majority of miami bros that's what people is yeah. and i grew up with them there might be even a little bit of people in me um <laughs> just because you, you just it, it you know sometimes it, it um overwhelms you 
Sure. And, sure. and so those two times, and I, I'm pretty sure, although most of my friends don't listen to, to Dan Levitard, I'm pretty sure if I, if I uh, played for them, the people sound and the various people sounds yeah. for sure, they're going to be um, uh, laughing, laughing at that because it, it's exactly what, what, um, what goes down here, you know, yeah. that bravado, yeah. that, that, uh, that insane um, uh, favoring your, your, your team and, and fanaticism uh, yeah. with, especially with respect to UM and how everybody else, you know, as, as people himself said, right. It, um, uh, oh, now, now I'm drawing a blank. I even have the they, mug. He they says, hate um, us because they ain't us. Exactly. They hate <laughs> us because they ain't us. And um, uh, I love yeah, it. So yeah, those are yeah. my two. There's, there's a, a, a certain uh, element of delusion that comes with being the people character where, you know, Miami could go, could, could, could be zero and 11 and that 12th game, you're going to be just as cocky and just as belligerent and ready to throw down in the parking lot after too much, uh, uh, what do you call it? Jungle juice. Uh, you know, at the tailgate as you are for the, you know, for, for an undefeated season. So agreed. Um, I, I think some people down here are fine. And Mike might be, might be one of those people, uh, Mike Ryan. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's starting to, to, to become clear to them that those years when, when Miami was superb and on top of everybody and, and winning everything yeah. are more the outliers than than what's going to happen. So moving, and I, and I've heard, I think Mike say this, where it's just going to, um, th they're never going to achieve that again. You know, it's going to hey, be more okay. of, of the, the bell curve stuff rather than these outlier years that they had. Well, that not according to people, that is, that is a very unpeople like statement. I'm people would hit me in the back of the head while exactly. I'm not looking for saying that. <laughs> With a pot or a pan, I'm sure. Agreed. <laughs> oh, so, okay, uh, moving on, uh, your, and, and I already know the answer to this question, your favorite member of the Dan Lebitard Show universe, you already brought up, that would be Guillermo, a.k.a. Billy Gill. Um, uh, you are a ride-or-die member of the Guillermo Mafia, and I think it, uh, uh, you kind of explained it a little bit. I, he even does the, your, your, what sounds like your favorite character on the show as people um so what uh, uh let, let's let's uh because you already kind of established that who's your second favorite so originally i would have said i would have said right off the bat probably mike mm -hmm. um even though he's, i get triggered by him sometimes so i a knee jerk <laughs> right. would have said mike originally but but chris has slowly been climbing that ladder okay um and and so now I would have to put maybe uh, Chris, Chris and Mike at, uh, you know, one, you know, two, two A and two B. Okay. And uh, okay. I'm not going to say in, in which order, but <laughs> those two right there, I think are, are, you know, uh, it, it's great talent when, especially after doing these podcasts that we've been doing and right. recognizing how, how difficult it is to, to, to be funny um, all the time you can be funny, uh, in, in post, you know, cause you can edit things, you can read sure, things sure. and all that stuff, but to be funny, um, that for that many hours, uh, during live recording, 
uh, it's dawned on me how, how good it is and what a role player uh, Chris is and uh, you know, and how he, he takes, he takes one for the team all the time. And, and he takes these, uh, these positions that, that I just know are, are absurd for, for just for the show, right. To, sure, to keep sure. the, the show moving. So, uh, man, Mike and Chris, uh, 2A and 2B and, uh, in no particular order as Billy would say. Gotcha. Gotcha. That, I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with those guys. The, uh, I said a while ago, I feel like everybody in the shipping container and, and just the show in general, everybody fits. Everybody is a part of a fully fledged human being. You've got your confidence in Mike. You've got your stoic kind of, you know, private side and Roy, you've got your oaf and your goofball and Chris, you've got your skeptical Billy who's nervous and worried all the time. You got Dan who's intelligence. You got Stugatz who's, you know, there's a little Stugatz in everybody. You're, you're con man, you know, you're looking out for yourself. Uh, so uh, yeah, everybody plays their part and plays it well, but yeah, yeah, I absolutely love Billy. He's uh, watching him develop over the past few years as a more of an on-air personality. Every time Dan goes to him, I swear it is gold. It is just a, a phenomenal job by him. So, all right. So moving on to Lauer After Hours, uh, how did you end up doing this podcast with the rest of us? So that that's a very interesting, interesting story. And I'm not sure I have the, let's, the, the six degrees of separation mm-hmm. because that, that, that can fluctuate between either um, Mike Ryan fan account or, or steak sauce. Right. But the, the genesis of it was... I think through Mike Ryan fan account and hopefully state can, can listen to this and, and maybe correct me if, if I'm wrong. So what happened was um, I just, I had a Twitter account and the Twitter account was, was mainly political. Um, mm-hmm. And just to me for, to scream into the void uh, about, about 45 <laughs> and, right. and such. And all of a sudden, when I start, I start realizing, yeah, you know what? These guys are always asking for stuff on Twitter. Let me see if I can interact. So I start from that account because I'm too lazy to make burners or any, any other secondary <laughs> account, tertiary account. So I just start sending from that thing here and there. Right, and I start right. participating with, you know, I'm more of a counter tweeter. I'm not really going to send a lot of um, content, but I'll peruse the content and then, and then see if I can, I can add to the debate. Sure. And sure. all of a sudden, um, one of these times I must've interacted a couple of times with, with, um, with Mike Ryan fan account. And out of the blue, he, he just kind of asked me if, if he, if I know, you know, about TVs, cause he wanted to do a setup. Um, so I said, I know a little bit. So we start interacting back and forth and, and I, I give him some, some tips and I do a little research and I get back to him and all that stuff. And, and that's it. I don't really, I didn't interact too much with him after that. Right. Then. Um, all of a sudden, out of the blue, I get, uh, I think, a, a invite from Steak Sauce mm-hmm. for this for this Zoom. And, and the invite's like, hey, we're going to be Zooming with, with a whole bunch of um, uh, Dan Lebertard um, people and Dan Lebertard adjacent people. And I said, wow, that, that's really cool. I'll see if I can make it because it happened to be on, I think, uh, like a Saturday or Sunday. And, right, right. My, you know, my wife's schedule, my schedule, that type of thing. So I said, okay, great. I'll see if I can make it. And, and I did make it a little late, but I, but better late than never. And I made it. And at this point they weren't, we weren't recording any, they weren't recording anything. This was just like the, I think it was the first zoom after their, the, the one zoom that had 
the so they had dinner for schmucks right and then all the dinner for schmuck people um went and had a zoom on their own and then just to, sh- just to shoot the shit basically yeah just to shoot the shit and then the 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 one after that was the one where they they started i think talking to to the personalities and that's the one i got in so i kind of got in at not the dinner for schmuck one but but more or less the ground floor right yeah let's yeah, call yeah. it the mezzanine area and so <laughs> so i you know and then i think on the third one of the third zoom because i really like these people they they had the same interests we we laughed at the same you know at similar things and sure, so sure. on the third zoom i i'm not sure who had the bright idea to start recording them and put and putting them out right and um and that's how uh, that that was the genesis and so i i stuck with it and, then, and i'm glad i did because you guys and and the other people who who aren't on this zoom but on all the other zooms are are you know great people and i, I i'm glad i i had had the pandemic the pandemic's har- horrible but but as a consequence of the pandemic i think we had we have this this thing and this camaraderie and so i'm glad it happened and that's how how it happened yeah i uh uh i spend almost as much time with all of you guys as i do with my own family at this point and i i love it i love it uh it's it's been a blast okay got it gonna hit you with kind of a deep question here um what is your second favorite color i want to say mauve mauve okay good choice good choice says a lot about you all right deep what's your first first favorite color butter cookie butter cookie that's right that that, that, that's beautiful man i don't i don't even i don't even have a response for that that's just what a what an elegant response i absolutely love it all right so what uh real quick over the course of the past year uh or almost year hasn't been quite a year yet that we've been we've been trying to get this thing up and running and and having a blast with it what's been one of your favorite standout moments Standout moments, very, very interesting because there's been so many, and sure. um, admittedly, my my memory is not so great, so I may be a prisoner of the moment. Also, that's okay. That's okay. But I think, I think the 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 standout moment for me is is um, the the it's going to sound um, as some in the chat say corny, but I think it's the friendships right. that I made because there's there's some people. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm divulging any secrets here, but on the chat, you know, not, not everybody necessarily gets along famously with everybody else. Right. <laughs> right um, right. so, but, but so you get along good and some better than others. And so some of the friendships that I've made, I consider uh, some of the friends I've made, I consider that friendship, uh, those friendships very, um, very tight, you know, like, sure. like I'm very glad. And if any, you know, if they had, they needed anything, they would go ahead and, and and I'd be there for, for, for a bunch, you know, a bunch of them, probably, probably all of them, but um, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's kind of my nature and stuff. But like I said, uh, I, I, you know, the, the friendships I made, I, I think those are the stellar moments for me because I know that, that, um, that likewise they would be there for me if, if I needed anything also. hundred so, percent. Sorry for 100%. being so corny. Sorry. No, don't, don't apologize. People are going to call I me LeBron, love- right? No, I'm I am not I would never call you LeBron. Never. <laughs> Somebody on the chat's gonna call me LeBron. <laughs> oh man. So so the uh the your favorite moment was the friends we made along the way, right? Yeah, because um I don't want I don't want to go ahead and, and uh single out any any um uh, any 
particular um that's okay personality that, or anything like that mainly because i can't remember yeah um, <laughs> it's so, okay. so yeah. so before we hop off of here um uh you are obviously you are part of uh lower after hours you also we we do midweek mentions together and you also have a, a new thing that you started up recently talking jays uh uh with a couple of other folks uh that are lebitard fans correct Yep. Yep. That was, uh, that was more born out of the, the, you know, wanting to, to discuss um, broader things uh, sure. outside of uh, the DLS universe. Okay. Um, so that, that's where that came from. And, um, and I, I think some other, you know, it's in talks for, for, for potentially other pods. So you'll, you'll have to stay tuned. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, John in Miami, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And uh, yeah, you need to just a little recommendation before we sign off here, post more food picks because the stuff that you send in the chat is great content. Um, and, uh, and, and you should share it with the world as far as I'm concerned, John, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you both. And um, I hope, I hope I'm your favorite. Will. You are. You are. I, I, right. I said it Til earlier. Until next time. Yeah, absolutely. You are absolutely my favorite Lauer Ranger. Oh, I, I appreciate that. But, um, absolutely. I know sometimes it's not going to be short. Well, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.